All right, welcome back to the Kadash podcast. Um, this is your host Joshua, and um, in the last episode we did a part one on the Philippians three study. So now we're going to do part two, and um, this is going to be verses um, Philippians three verse fifteen through twenty one, and um, we're just going to go through the second part of where it says following Paul's example. Um, and man, that last episode had me. Um, oh, Paul is such such an amazing guy, and you know, I really um, I'm so thankful for him because um, he really set the example of just hunger for the Lord and uh, just zeal and uh, passion or um just the followers of Christ and uh you know without you know Paul's writings and and his letters and um you know he he speaks to a, a part inside of me that that I need I need this um just to burn for something and um, for it to be Christ. Because I feel like we all long for to burn for something, you know? I mean, if you think about it right, we're all striving to, you know, be the be the best at something, I guess you could say. You know, we're all striving. We all have hobbies or we all have, you know, you know guys have like sports teams and, you know, or they play softball or whatever the case is, and they want to be the best and they want to, you know, be able to brag and, and, and be able to, you know, exalt themselves. And it's so amazing to be able to boast in Christ and ex exalt Christ and uh, lay down myself, um, be humble and lift Christ up in my everyday life. And uh, I'm thankful that Paul set the example set the example and um you know he called out the flesh he knew the flesh i feel like he knew the flesh so well even to to recognize that relationships in marriage can be idols to where we're worried about fulfilling their needs instead of undivided devotion unto the Lord. Like like that that verse and that paragraph smacked me in the face. And I really it really made me see things from a different perspective. And it really it it, it helps me um you know with my relationship status. It helps me um to wait upon the Lord. But I'm going off topic, and uh, I need to get back to this. But man, you know, just studying the epistles is um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it really can conform us into the image of Christ um, and, and just a revelation of Christ in us and what that looks like. Um, so, yeah, let's... let's Let's go on and, and uh, let's go from there. So 
Philippians 3, 15. It says, All of us then, who are mature, should take such view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before, and now I tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly, eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. <laughs> Oh, man. Like this, this right here, just. Oh. So this is all of us then who are mature. Where does maturity come from? When we look back in the no confidence in the flesh, right? And we put this into context. It's humility, someone that has humbled themselves from the earthly things, exalted Christ, recognized that, that, that it's him working in them and nothing else, and that Christ in them is, and knowing him is the best thing in the world. That's how you know that you're mature, right? Right? It says, it says all of us then who are mature should take view of such things, take such a view of things. That's talking about all this over here. The no confidence in the flesh, right? And, and if at some point, if you think differently, so if you, if you disagree with that, God will make it clear to you. That's where conviction comes in through the power of his spirit. And he starts weeding out and pruning us. And, and we need more people setting the example of what a, Christ, a relationship with Christ looks like. That is denying the things of the world. Um, delighting in him alone. And um, if we have to be in the world, having uh, the ability to guard our hearts and make sure that we guard our eyes and our ears and our, our emotions and our affections and that we make sure we get back to the place with the Lord. Um, because there's some things you can't control. You can't control your workplace. Um, you can be a light for sure. Maybe you can change some things. I'm sure you can. But most things we can't change you know, people that are blind to Christ. Um, of course, we can try, but there are situations where we have to guard our hearts and we have to not stand or, or walk or sit in the, in the path of the ungodly, right? Or the unbelievers. So only let us live up to what we have already attained. What is that? Christ in you. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, him and his followers. Keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before, and now I tell you again, even with tears, that means he has compassion for this, right? Many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Many live 
denying his power. Many to live, live denying him. Many live in the flesh in all these worldly and earthly ways as enemies of Christ. Many. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, the flesh, right? What, what, is, um, what are the deeds of the flesh? Let's, let's go to that real quick. I feel like we need to go there. I don't know why the Lord's, the Lord's telling me to go there. And we have already learned about that because it was in a previous book, right? Galatians 5, what is it? 20, Galatians 5, 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay? Those are those who the God is their stomach, who are enemies of the cross of Christ, and who their glory is in their shame. So they don't want to be put to shame. So what do they do? That, that this is where selfishness comes in. They glory in them seeing themselves exalted. Their mind is set on earthly things. But our citizenship, right? Followers of Christ is in heaven. We're not going to be here on this earth forever. You know, I'm 31 years old and, and, and life has flown by. I ain't got much left. That's how it feels at least. And, um, you know, Christ may return in my lifetime. I may be martyred for Christ. I don't know. But I know where I'm going. And I know that living a life of Christ in me is worth it. It's glorious. And um, this is neat, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Constantly knowing that He's coming back. Constantly know, knowing that He loves us. Constantly knowing that He's with us. He's in us, right? Who by the power enables Him to bring everything under His control. Will transform our lowly bodies. They will be like his glorious body. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I love, I love this. It's so refreshing. I almost feel like I'm, I'm with Paul right now and I'm watching him write this letter and feeling his emotions. And it's just, I can almost feel like the interactions that he's, he's had with these people and his desire for them to grow up in Christ and to live Christ in them and to his desire for the salvation of others. You know, like he says to, to, to that he has us as a model that, that to keep your eyes on those who live as we do. Keep your eyes fixed on that, right? Do not look at those who are enemies of the cross that are living their lives that way their glories and their shame and, and they set their mind on earthly things right lord open our eyes to this revelation help us eagerly wait on you transform us lord renew our minds Mature us, Lord. Your word says that we should now be, we should be teachers already, Lord. Help us be teachers of, of your word. 
ministers of your word, evangelists of your word. May the gospel be displayed through our lives, through our actions, our thoughts. I say this in Jesus' mighty name, the beautiful name of Jesus, the wonderful name of Jesus, the high and lifted up name of Jesus, the name above all names, of every other name. In Jesus' name, amen.